Hello, my name is Dr. Rongan Chatterjee and welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today is the last day in our strength journey this week. And what I'd really like to do is bring it all together. So we've talked a lot about the importance of muscle and strength training this week. Remember, once we hit the age of 30, we start losing muscle mass every single year. And when we lose muscle mass, it has an impact not just on how we look, but it has a really significant impact on our overall health and well-being. Remember, I mentioned that strength training is important for our physical health, but it's also important for our mental health. We know it can help improve our moods. It can help regulate our hormones. In fact, I'd actually just have a think about, did you try and do some strength training this week? Did you pay attention to how you felt afterwards? Because one thing that I found in my own life and many patients tell me is that when they're feeling a bit low, let's say you're working from home, sitting at your desk, and you've got that dumbbell next to you or in the kitchen, and you go and do one or two minutes of exercises on it, your mood can often change instantaneously. So it's something that I really feel all of us should be doing on some level. Now, as well as our mental health, strength training has also been shown in some studies to help reverse aging in human skeletal muscles. Other research has shown that it helps to increase our cognitive performance, so our, our brain performance. And there's other evidence which is suggesting that it may help reduce the likelihood of developing things like Alzheimer's in the future. Some studies also show that it can improve our memory, the way that we think, and potentially even make us better at resolving conflicts. So I'm not sure you need any more reasons, do you? The evidence is pretty compelling. We feel better when we do some strength training, and our health and well-being improves at the same time. So why is it that we struggle so much? Again, I've touched on some of that this week, that we've made it really complicated. We've made it really difficult. We feel we can only do it if it's in a gym, if the class has a certain name or we wear certain clothes, but it really doesn't have to be that complicated. I know I gave you a case study at the start of the week on Monday about that chap in his 40s who completely changed his life, starting with my five-minute kitchen workout. But another case study has come to mind with some of my patients. There was this elderly couple who I saw, can't remember when, definitely over five years ago. But what's really interesting is that I went through a similar thought process with them. They were saying our strength training isn't for us. You know, we're past the age of 70 now. You know, our, our time for that is long gone. But I made them the case and I said, look, I reckon I can teach you four or five simple exercises that you can do at home without needing to buy any fancy equipment or go to the gym. And I remember being in my clinic with my jacket off, teaching them how you do it. And it was literally my five-minute kitchen workout. I modified it for them for their ability level. And within weeks, I remember the gentleman when he came back to see me, he said, Doc, this is great. We really, really enjoy doing it. So what we do now is every evening, we like to take a bath. Whilst the bath is running, we do five minutes together in the landing upstairs. Oh, I think that's such a powerful and heartwarming story. I started off the week with a chap in his 40s getting incredible benefit from that five-minute kitchen workout. And I'm finishing the week with an elderly couple who are also getting benefit from that same five-minute kitchen workout. I want you to use these exercises just as examples, as a bit of inspiration to go, you know what, it doesn't take much. I can do a little bit at home myself every day. You can know all this, right? You can hear my case studies. You can hear all the benefits that I'm reporting back to you, what the science shows, what the research shows, but it's not going to make any difference unless you actually do something. You know, the best strength exercise for you is the one that you actually do. 
So which ones are you going to bring into your life? Which ones have you tried this week? Which ones have you thought, you know what? God, I didn't think I could do that, but that one feels pretty good, actually. Which one do you think you could make a daily practice? Again, be careful. If anything's giving you pain, you're not sure how to do it, maybe see a healthcare professional. Maybe find someone near to you who can show you how to do it. Or maybe go online and have a look. There's a lot of great free step-by-step guides on how you can do things. But ultimately, I want you to do something because I know how important it is. Now, I know I mentioned you don't need a gym, and I just want to clarify my thoughts on this. I'm not against the gym at all. For many, this works really, really well. It provides structure. It provides a sense of community. It provides inspiration and motivation. If that's you, that's fantastic. But I know at the same time, there's many people who get put off strength training by the gyms. They don't like the atmosphere. It might be too far from where they live or work. It might be too expensive. Some people feel very self-conscious in gyms. If that's you, I want to say you don't have to go to a gym. There is so much strength training that you can do from the comfort of your own home. You have to find what works for you. And ultimately, it has to be something that you enjoy, which is why I've asked you this week to pay attention to how you feel afterwards. Often we don't do that and we miss some of the learnings. But if you have kept a dumbbell by your kettle and you had three cups of tea and you did 10 bicep curls every time the kettle went on, I bet that you felt better afterwards, a bit more energy, a bit more focus, a bit better mood. So once you pay attention to that, you're much more likely to keep it going and stay motivated. So I hope I've convinced you this week. Maybe it's not about convincing you. I hope I've inspired you to go, you know what? Strength training really is important. He's shown me all the evidence. I just got to do something. If you haven't started already this week, start today. If you're at home now, once you finish listening, go and do something right now. Maybe do some squats. Maybe do some press-ups against your stairs. Maybe just go up and down the stairs 10 times. That's strength training. That is literally how simple it can be. But if you're at work now, if you're on the train, if you're on the commute, maybe make a plan. Can you do it at lunchtime? Can you do it when you get home from work today? Make a plan, put it in your online diary. As a little reminder that you're going to do it. Whatever it is, I don't mind, but you have to do something. Please let me know how you got on this week on social media. What's working for you? What are you finding hard? What topics you might want me to cover in the future on Built to Thrive? And if you did enjoy this week's podcast, all about strength, please do take a look at my very first book, Before Pillar Plan. There's a whole chapter on strength. I go through the five-minute kitchen workouts. I talk through all kinds of options that you might want to consider. That book is also called How to Make Disease Disappear in the USA and Canada, and it is available to buy on Amazon and in all good bookstores. Have a wonderful weekend, hopefully a weekend full of nourishing movement, and I hope you'll join me again on Monday as we take another step forward together. 